But yeah, good morning, everybody. Welcome back once again to a new week, a new opportunity um, to do some great things this week. I know we've been over here um, in the group chat this morning, just masterminding. You know, Desi put us up on some stuff and just Keisha came in yesterday talking about goals. So I know she got some big stuff planned. She was high off that course she had this weekend. So we definitely going to touch on that. But first, let's just check in and see how everybody's doing. Desi, how you doing this morning? I know you said you was back in the truck doing what owners got to do. Yeah, I'm down here in Duval this morning. I, you know, aired it out last night a little bit. So, um, you know, had a great weekend, you know, worked on a few things. I, I was really productive this weekend, if I do say so myself. Um, okay. But, yeah, and I'm hyped about the topic today. Big shout to um, Big Keish. Big um, Keish. For, for throwing that out there in the atmosphere. We're going, we gonna, man, this is great topic man because we got a lot of stuff going and um you got to get there in a smart way so that's what's up that's right henry i know you said you had to get out of here for a little bit are you still on with us yeah i'm I'm still on just moving around good morning good morning good morning how was your weekend you you uh did schedule no meeting yesterday desi hit us at four talking about what time is the meeting baby you were supposed to be at 11 30 for real for real real, you're making me call your government now (laughs) it's mrs scott just kidding yeah how was your weekend henry oh you know just taking care of the family that you know everybody kind of sick in the house so i was uh you know taking care of everybody you know doing the cooking just make sure everybody good you know so minimal business making sure the household was good you know but everything is great though that's what's up then keisha how about you how about you girl how about that course girl they missed out girl man that course was so fire i want to give a shout out to miss delana miss jen gentel tj and of course kels dog we listen. i don't get a miss kels Man, you was Kel Kel's dog yesterday. <laughs> Kelsey brought the fire to the course. Everybody brought the fire, but yesterday it just yes Saturday and Sunday it just flowed. It really girl. Did. I mean, not it to cut really you off, did. but the the part when I came in on when Jutel was literally giving step by step on onboarding your clients and how to interview them, the contracts and all that. I was like, okay, they going in, 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 in this time. Like it was super dope. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I mean, we in, we invested in that revamp, and I and I'm telling you, we gave it to them. I have people in our inbox like, oh my god, somebody just told me, well, another class, another class. But I think that uh, we're just gonna, uh, you know, chill out, chill out for a while. We gave fire, and we're gonna every every pause, we're gonna add something more and better. But um, I really appreciate everybody, the support, the support, the support. It is Monday. I just got up at like 20 minutes ago. I've never slept that hard in this entrepreneurship, in this business. So um, it's not even a late start. It's just a blessing of how it was just this weekend was fire. And again, I have nobody to think but God first and then everybody that contribute to it. Thank you so much. And to the students and the audience, you guys were wonderful. Yeah, they was asking a lot of good questions. Just like Gentile said, I don't think we've ever had a class where they was like, I ain't going to say paying attention as hard, but like the questions were just like, okay, they ready to get going like today. So that was super dope. Good morning, Delena. How was your weekend? Good morning, everyone. Um, It was good. Um, I'm just 
trying to recoup. I've been suffering from a migraine all weekend, but um, but it's been good. I'm good. It was probably them jet skis, girl. You out there looking like you, you was 16. I said, is that her daughter on the jet ski? I had to zoom in. I was like, dang, she's looking like a little baby out there. Yeah, it was probably the jet skis. I was thinking the same thing. That's so funny. It's funny you said that because I was like, is that her? She just... <laughs> Well, I'm sure you got another trip coming up soon, so you'll hopefully get some good rest and relaxation. Um, We definitely got to coordinate on how to get you in to talk about some of your additional services now that tax season is over because you got some stuff that will really help the trucking owners. So I'm super excited about that. What's up, Bree? How you doing, Bree? I got you together, girl. I had to make a couple phone calls, sis. Oh man, Jesus Christ! <laughs> we we didn't have our wine yesterday. I said Bree is over there chilling somewhere. Man, I've been on the go the whole weekend. I didn't get to chill at all. Yeah. How was your weekend, though? My weekend was great, man. My weekend was great. Uh, you know, I went to. I had two events. Um. Uh. So yeah, my weekend was great, man. It's no complaints. Uh, chip with family, friends. Uh, you know. But it was busy, definitely busy. But that's one thing I can say I love about like you and your family. Y'all celebrate everything. Like it's like that old school family type of stuff. Or like somebody birthday coming up, we gonna celebrate. We gonna all get together and party. You know, celebrating overcoming breast cancer everything like that like i just think that's so dope so yeah and it's, it's crazy put that out there it's crazy because uh we do be celebrating everything because we just i don't know we just crazy like that but uh this weekend is pretty much uh key family so we just mm-hmm. uh our grandma beat breast cancer so and it was her birthday too uh so we celebrated both of those you know so yeah hey, that's dope just had a great day, and that's that's real dope. Congrats on that, you know. Not everybody yeah. gets to do that, but she came out. That's good to hear. Yep, I was gonna say I wish Henry was at home. To definitely, that's the biggest bombs we need to drop right there. That's oh wait, 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 that's for friends. <laughs> you know, like, cool, oh cool. no, <laughs> not the raggedy bombs for grandma. Not the yeah. raggedy bombs. Hey, we got we got to give him something, you know. Next, Jay Rich. Ooh, the master class. Hey. <laughs> Good morning, good morning. I'm actually out with friends about to eat for breakfast, but um, the master class is off the chain on Sunday. Um, very informative. I was excited about that, so I'm ready for my I'm ready for my class on this Friday. Uh, but anyways, I mean, my weekend, I just pretty much just work. That's it. Uh, no excitement or nothing like that. All these plan for July, so I'm just in preparation of this, getting things in. Um, also, I do still have that um, Walmart dedicated lane open. Uh, we are open up the office for um, in-person interviews today, and um, it's supposed to be starting on Tuesday. It's located in the area of Palestine, Houston, um, and uh, Stephen, Texas. I have um, Walmart lane. Uh, available or whatever. I'm trying to fill that in and it's going to be pretty busy this <laughs> So that's pretty much it. I hope everybody had a good weekend. Yes, absolutely. If y'all didn't see Jay Rich's stories yesterday, 
she uh she spent a nice little bag on Big Tate. Big Tate is her baby, and she uh gave some nice words of wisdom. He popped in tags yesterday. Yes, I, I like, did, baby. Jay. Ooh, Jay. I know I'm talking about Jay. You rich? You like you you rich? When you became rich, I said, girl, ain't nobody rich around just yet. <laughs> Carry your kids like that? Come on now, come on! I said, go ahead, DJ. Look like That's what I'm gonna get ready to do. Though. I got one, one and done, one and done. I can do that. I know. <laughs> I know. No, we going. We're going on vacation this week, so I have got the only thing I got is swim trucks and swimming suits. So I got to go get them right too. So I'm right there with you. Um, but yeah, glad everyone had an amazing weekend. Um, we have the topic that we'll be discussing today. We have discussed it previously. I don't remember the exact month that we talked about it in, but just talking about the importance of setting goals, especially as an entrepreneur, but not only that, but setting them correctly and sticking to your goals. Like it it gets kind of difficult because, you know, in our businesses, we definitely try to serve everybody, but you have to remember to serve yourself as well. Um, so Keisha, if you wouldn't mind, I would love for you to actually introduce the topic today and tell us why it was something that you felt was super important for us to talk about today. I felt like, um, nothing, nothing, nothing succeeds without a goal. And when I did it, I actually, I'm still in school. Can you guys hear me? I'm still in school. I'm I'm still a student. I didn't change my major. So my major is still public health of oral manifestations, dental still. Um, I don't even know what I'm going to do with this degree. But when I was finishing up some papers yesterday, um, the acronym SMART came up. And so what I mean by SMART, um, it's SMART and it's all, it's, it's, okay, so listen. The S is, oh, Lord, I can't even talk this morning. Jesus. Kelsey, specific, <laughs> specific. So when you're setting your goals, right? This is an acronym that um, doctors, philosophers, everyone's come up with to help you achieve attainable goals in your business, and not just be setting goals to be setting goals. Of course, we all think that we want to set goals to make a certain amount of money, achieve a certain amount of success. But you have to think about not only your current circumstances but your knowledge base and if it's something that you could actually achieve because when you set goals you want to be able to hopefully achieve them you don't want to set stuff just to be setting stuff so Keisha sent us this acronym she said I really want to talk about this which is the way that you should really be setting your goals so it's smart attain smart measurable attainable uh what's the R Keisha realistic Realistic and timely. Okay, you can go ahead and continue, boo. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. Okay, so with that, we all have to break down the SMART acronym. And see, my business was missing the M and the A, which is measurable and achievable. I was just going about, you know, opening up my business and forgetting forgetting my goals. See, my goals were to open a business, but... I we never I never talked about what measures I was gonna get to stay in business or what achieve what achievable goals that I had. 
So when I hit Kelsey up with it, I was like, you know what? Now I'm reaching my smart goals. Like, you know, um, people tell you all the time, have a business plan. Um, know what you're getting into. I just kind of got into dispatching because I knew how to do it. Like it came very natural to me, not necessarily implementing any goals. So today I wanted to talk about being smart. Are we met? Are we doing, are we doing the, the acronyms? Are we taking them to ex- taking them really, really um seriously? And I even implemented the T this um, month, the timely, like things I was doing, I was procrastinating that I shouldn't be procrastinating about. So yeah, that's today's topic. I love it. Daisy, what you think about this topic? I love it. I love it. Um, you gotta think success don't just happen by chance. You really gotta like, you know, if you don't have a plan, you're planning to fail. And my thing is I have to put a date on it. And um, you know, not only with that date, you have to be able to I come from, you know, in the government world with deliverables and measurables. You have to be able to measure up and quantify what you're doing. So what she's speaking um, it kind of really highlighted the need for me to get some of my stuff back on track. Like, dang, I needed to hear this. Um, I've been working on a lot of initiatives, um, got a coach, partner, all that good stuff. Um, finished capability statements, man. I, I've been making moves behind the scenes. But with all that said, you got to like, you got to be able to like, hey, if you're going to do like, say, your resume your capability statement whatever you gotta like say i'm gonna I'm do it in two weeks and then every day for you know put an hour toward that every day and that's how you obtain it you know what i mean like okay you identify like this is my goal now what steps do i have to take you know to make it realistic and make it manifest so man it's, it's laying out your work really yeah, I agree. I think for me, I have so many people that come and ask me, especially just for watching Instagram and stuff like that, which, let's be real, Instagram, I, I try to show the real on my Instagram um, about the things that I go through, about having, you know, three kids, a husband, still have to take care of the household first and still run multiple businesses and all that. But I think one thing that I've come to realize with just deepening my faith, especially, is that you have to set goals. Um, of course, you want to think about the long term. But you have to set goals for the season that you're in, and you have to know if you're actually capable of achieving the goals. So, like, for me, I can't say that this month I want to sign on five new clients if I know that in this season that I'm in, I don't have the capacity to do that. You know, it's difficult to – that's the one thing about being a a serial entrepreneur is, like, you have to manage your time really, really, really well. So I know I used to, you know, me just knowing the power that, you know, I I can think my wildest imaginations, my wildest visions, my wildest dreams. And I know that if I put the work into it, the consistency into it, and I pray about it, that God's going to make it happen. But I have to be realistic, which is the art and the smart goals. You have to remember that you can only do in the season what you can do. So that's something that when Keisha um, sent that over talking about the goals, I was like, dang, like, I ain't gonna lie. I haven't written down any goals for June yet. Because I'm like, I have so much going on. And I want to make sure that with everything I'm doing, I can give each thing the attention that it needs. 
Um, so that's just something that I thought about when Keisha sent that over. Henry, I know you're in the car, but if you're available, um, what do you think about this topic? I mean, honestly, um, I'm probably in the same boat as you because I have multiple things that I do. And it's definitely very wise to try to focus focus your time. But it's it's hard to do if you don't actually have everything laid out. So that's why even the last couple of two or three months, I've been like drilling down on my systems and processes. And even um, even when I speak to Jay, it's really all about having stuff laid out so it can make it easier for you to handle more things at once. You still don't want to do 10 things. And honestly, sometimes I just be thinking when I call myself a serial entrepreneur, I I just don't have any focus. (laughs) But having having those smart goals kind of help lays out your focus, how you want to lay out your day, your week. And even um, I try to do about a quarter because even with it being June, now I'm thinking like, all right, how I'm going to you know how I'm going to focus on this quarter, what I'm going to focus on for this quarter. And and it's okay when you have multiple things, just kind of leave things at the wayside. Like if it's not going to cost you any money, like I'm not going to do all 10 of these ideas I have. It's great that you have ideas, but you kind of need to focus. Well, I need to focus. I ain't going to say what everybody else need to do, but I suggest you try to focus on two or three things at a time and you'll get a whole lot further. And if you can focus on one thing, you definitely want to get a lot further because you're able to put all your energy into that one thing. So yeah, yeah. having the smart goals and having KPIs so you can kind of trace how things are going, I think is very, very important. I think one thing I really wanted you to touch on for people who are just joining us that may not have listened to the previous episode where we discussed goals, talk about the difference between um, you talk a lot about finding the time to do stuff, but being focused when you're getting those things done. So I remember you talking about you don't have any notifications that pop up on your phone, you know, from certain people, um, certain apps, things like that. How does that help you to make sure that when you're doing something, you're actually focusing, especially in a day and age where our phones are always in our hand? We're doing all of our business on our phone. Oh, man, you know, the notification things is a big deal. I I actually noticed way back when I first got my iPhone, the first iPhone three, my productivity went down because it's like every time you get a notification, you're looking at the phone, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, text message, even calls. Your your attention is is being uh, taken away from what you're doing, and you know it kind of get like when I work, I get in a groove, and as soon as somebody calls or I'm looking at a message, it takes me out of that groove, and I got to get back. So what I do is I actually turn all the notifications off on the phone, and I put it in sleep mode when I know I got to dive into something. And only people that can get through are the people like on my favorites list, and even sometimes I cut that off. You know, the only person that's really going to get through is like my wife and my mom, and that's that's going to be it. But I'm I'm diving. I try not to ignore my wife. But if I'm diving in and I know she's like close by, you know, I'll, I'll ignore her, too. She have to like knock on the door to come get me. But um, turn off all the notifications on your phone. Anything that, you know, tries to come through, don't even look at it. If you are working on Facebook and Instagram, take off all those notifications. While you work. I know some of us use it for marketing, but all that stuff is a distraction. when You get on there and you're trying to do your marketing. You want to get rid of all that. Get rid of anything that's going to cause you to lose your attention. I put a sign on the door and tell people I'm going to charge them $500 if they knock on my door trying to solicit something if I really need to dive in. <laughs> now, I, I, could, I could send it to you. I sent it a picture. I had a like a picture on my I had a sign put on my, my door and it's like, hey, if you really need me, text me. But if you text me to, you know, to buy uh, to solicit something, I'm going to charge you and your company $500. And the surprising thing, it actually worked like so no, nobody was, you know texting me that I was trying to sell something so I thought I was dope I saw a couple of people on the on the 
the doorbell camera. They look like they're about to knock on the door and they looked at the sign and they just walked away. Nope, uh, we ain't knocking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm I'm going to figure out a way to charge you if you want to knock on my door after I told you not to. And um, and even your time with your family, um, if, if it makes it a lot easier to decompress after you work real hard if you turn off the notifications and you focus on your family when you're with them. It actually makes it more enjoyable. Because if I'm trying to do something on my phone or my iPad and I'm with my son, if he slaps the iPad or something, I'm going to get upset at him. But it's not even his fault. I'm trying to, you know, I shouldn't be trying to work while I'm with him unless I really need to. But, you know, I'm not going to get upset at him because he's interrupting that time. That's his time. So I try to be very uh, conscious of those things, too, you know. But I know with trucking, there's certain things you have to, you know, leave your phone open for as well. Like you got a truck on the road, you got to. Your driving, your dispatcher have to be on that list. They can be able to get in contact with you as well. So it's just depending on how you have your business set up. When you first starting out, that's going to be you answering that phone. But then when you get somebody to be your fleet manager, like we had somebody like uh, like Kelsey and her company, she can do that for you. But, you know, when you don't have that, your truck is on the road. You need to be the one, you know, you got to pick up that call so you can make sure you're taking care of your people when they're not, you know, when they're not on when they are on the road. Yeah, that's true. I think one thing, um, I'm glad Lakeisha's back because one thing I wanted to touch on, especially since she had her class this weekend was Keisha, when you think about now that you know what you, when you think about what you know now compared to what you used to know, what are for the dispatchers in the room, what are some good, smart goals that they need to be writing down? or try to achieve and work towards from day one? Because, of course, a lot of people think, oh, I'm trying to sign on 10 carriers, but they might not have a system in place to be able to hold on to all of that. So what do you think are some good goals that they should be working towards in the beginning? Finding a TMS system, number one, just to help you keep yourself organized. And number two, your vetting progress, your vetting process. How are you going to get these carriers? How are you going to keep these carriers? And are these carriers there for you to work? So when I seen smart, I didn't do neither one. So when I, you know, that's what resonated to me. And that's why I wanted to do this topic because I didn't do those two things. And it shows also measurement. Like I'm not like I, it just hit me this last month that one of my um, partners told me, you're not scaling up. You're staying the same. You got to write this stuff down to know if you're scaling up. So yeah, those Okay, I like that. That's good. Bree, what about you? What do you think are some good um, goals for brokers to focus on in the beginning of them um, wanting to be brokers? Um, let me see. A good one. I would have to say, uh, one, I was just trying to say, trying to just soak up a lot of game. But two, trying to make those connections with shippers. Uh in different ways, not just one way. Um, but do you think they should be they should be writing down maybe good days and times of how many shippers they're wanting to call? Because that way they can measure and say, okay, I've called 30 people, I've called 40 people, and this many people have got back to me, so maybe I need to add a couple more to the list. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I, I wrote mine down. I had like a spreadsheet. I made pretty much like a spreadsheet just to keep track of stuff. Uh, like, I would probably look up a whole bunch of stuff, you know what I'm saying, already. And before, I wouldn't do the one-by-one one call, like, you know, look one up, uh, call it. 
Then after that, do another one. I wouldn't do it like that. I would make it like a spreadsheet and go ahead and already just vet them all, make sure that the shipper is, you know, straight, and uh, then go back down the list and just start calling. That's how I did it, but uh, definitely trying to uh, make those connections out the gate, you know what I'm saying, uh, before you even – I tell people before you – people. a lot of people wait till their authority is active. You don't have to do all that. Um and I always encourage people before you jump out here with your own authority, being a broker to, you know, even try being an agent. You know what I'm saying? If it's for a small company or a big company, definitely try to get that experience because it's still the same job title. You just don't have your authority or agents on agency. So I say, you know, try it that way first before you jump out here on your own and get in this water and realize how deep it is for real because it's a lot to it. Yeah, I think that's good. I think that's definitely one thing to remember. And that's just, I guess, good um, good practice, sales practice, is you'll get a lot more done. I know for me, at least, if I'm right, if I get my, if I get prepared before I um, decide to go ahead and start calling and doing sales calls, which I don't really do sales calls no more, but um, calling and doing sales calls, it just, it, it, you, you feel more prepared to where you're not all over the place if they start asking different questions and stuff like that. So that's a good tip. Um, Jay, are you back with us? I know you said you was out at breakfast. Nope. Okay, cool. Delana, what's, what's some goals that you have for the month of June now that tax season is over? Um, so my month of June goals are to complete my uh, continuing education courses for um, my health insurance and my real estate. Um, and also just to, you know, of course, start that back up um, and getting in more into that uh, since tax season is over with. Also, um, I want to go ahead and um, get back into the CDL course, <laughs> hopefully try to finish that up, um, as well as... Uh, um, Oh my God, I just had and I just completely went blank. Um, but yeah, those are like some of my goals at the top of my list. I do have more goals, but I really can't think right now. So what do you, um, when, when you talk about, cause we know you just got done with tax season. So now you're getting ready to get back into something different. How do you kind of get back in the groove to doing it? Like you have to start your marketing back up again. You have to do this, that, and the third. What helps you just to get back motivated to to do the insurance and the real estate? Um, yes. Um, well, one thing for the um, insurance, that's just something that I always go into um, throughout the next season. So, um, you know, I know that it's a big part of my company. So, um, of course, it's just continuing to move um I always have motivation to just continue to be better and to grow um so yes um with those I do have to market and then of course the real estate um industry is just really booming right now so um but yes so with those I, I do have to um get back into marketing really big um and um getting clients and, and that sort of thing a lot of um you know getting out there and face to face, um, just doing a lot of different things, um, and different marketing, um, aspects. Um, so I, I've picked up a few things that I will be doing, um, soon, um, you know, in order to get out there and just, you know, to get new clients. Um, 
yeah, and then oh, that was the other thing. I also am getting ready to do my um course for uh, anyone wanting to come on into the um tax season for next year. So I'll be uh, doing those courses um starting next month. Oh, that's what's up. Ooh, so I'm looking at a bomb. Hold on, let me do a bomb. Uh, that's so funny. I was going to ask you, Delana, because now that you're going kind of from taxes and, of course, all the PPP and stuff like that, now to something different, how do you think you're going to be structuring your days now to make sure that you could still reach your goals? Because, of course, you have children and stuff like that, too. So I know before you was doing, like, taxes on one day, then PPP, then tax. Like, how do you plan on kind of restructuring that? Um. Well... I would probably uh, time block certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then w- once things just, you know, really get to moving, then I'll know, okay, how to structure better, you know, because things change from day to day. So um, while I'm building, of course, I'll just be doing time blocking to where I can work on everything and give everything certain amount of time every day or whatever. Um, but then, of course, when things start booming, then I'll know, Okay, what I need to give more time to, or how I need to structure my days, or or however. So, Delena, I, I don't mean to stop you. I, I wondered, um, when when do you actually do that that kind of reassessment time to kind of pick when you going how you going to do your time blocks? Is that like a kind of every week you'd be like, okay, I know the sister's upticking, so I'm gonna change my time blocks, or is that something that you do kind of daily? Um, well. It's actually kind of daily. Now, right now, I can, of course, do it on a weekly basis. But then when things change, it does go from like day to day, depending upon, um, you know, what all I have to do. I may have more clients for, you know, one thing on, you know, more than I will have on the other. Or I may have certain things that I may have to focus on more um, on one day than I do have the other. So it does change daily. That's good. Um, what else? I was gonna ask you one more thing. Um, okay, so when you, so you mentioned the building phase, right? How should people? How can people get their mindset together? And it has to do with goals, but how can people get their mindset together to know that like you have to go through that building phase? Like even when you switch from going just from taxes taxes to insurance, you're not automatically gonna get you know new clients. So what is that building phase like where you're just ramping up? Is it more work than once you start bringing people in or how does that work? Because a lot of people think that they're going to start doing something and get paid right now. You know what I'm saying? So what is that process like? No, um, when you are building, you're definitely um, just going in, giving it your all. You're going to have to put in a lot of time um, and effort. um, to just really get it going and it's not going to pay off instantly. You know, it does take some time. So you may not see your reward until months down the road. Um, especially like in the insurance industry, um, it'll, it'll definitely be some time before you see, um, your benefits from coming in. However, um, you know, once you continue to just stay focused, you know, um, know what your goal is every single day and just keep pushing and striving also. And that's the same thing, even in the, um, real estate industry, you know, you have got to get out there and you got to make the phone calls. You have to, you know, 
um, try different marketing strategies. You have to, you know, uh, once you do get clients, um, you have to go and take them around and show them different houses and everything. Uh, so it may take some, you know, you may be working with a client for months before they actually buy. Um, and so in, um, even after the closing process, it can take, you know, sometimes a couple weeks or a month um, or so before you uh, get paid. So it does take some time and you do have to put in that effort. It does, you know, you have to stay focused and know what your bigger picture is um, when you are doing that building process, because it can get a little frustrating sometimes. But when you know what your end goal is and you see your reward at the end and, you know, and then you realize how much you can look back on how much you built um, from the beginning. I think that's like the biggest reward for me. Um, being able to once I do reach my goals, being able to look back on, you know, and see what I came from and how I built it. And, you know, and it just gives me the drive to move forward. Man, yeah, I think I think that's probably what kills a lot of people when they start in the business is they don't understand that lead time. It's like you need that time, even with marketing. Like if I know I want to get paid in June, I may need to start, depending on what business you're in, you got to start in February with your marketing and stuff. I know right. Delaney ain't got to do that because she know everybody and everybody know her. Her marketing is way different. So, uh, <laughs> But it, it didn't get like that overnight. <laughs> it took some time. <laughs> So that I know this is not part of the smart goals, but what do you do to make everybody come to you like that? Because like, I mean, I mean, it's it's good that everybody knows you, and they just kind of like, I know I need to go to Delena for this this thing. So obviously, you do some marketing, but you have a lot of people that just like refer to referral and word of mouth. What do you do to kind of cultivate that? Um, for me, it has just been, um, I guess, with just everything that I have just growing up in the neighbor, in the city that I grew up in, um, just being a part of different organizations. And it wasn't like I tried to be, it, but it just so happened. It was upon chance, I, I guess. And, or maybe it was just, you know, um, God ordering my steps because I've always had big dreams and visions, but I always ask God to just order my steps. So it was, one, being a part of different organizations, meeting people, networking, um, and then just growing from there. And because you have to definitely have integrity, I also give my all whenever I, you know, do anything. I always put my best foot forward. Um, and so because of that, you know, it's like they always come back or they are always referring, um, you know, others to me, even if, I didn't service them or whatever. They'll refer others to me. And because of the service that I do provide, then it just continues to grow from there. Um, so I feel like, you know, that has been a big part of it. Um, like I say, it definitely hasn't been something that's overnight. I, you know, have done a lot. Um, I have definitely been a serial entrepreneur uh, almost my whole life. So, um, you know, just really putting in that work and just, also trying to put my best foot forward always, um, always um, doing the right thing and giving my best, um, you know, customer service has always been like the top uh, at the list. So um, with that, it's just having those repeat customers and also, you know, them just referring. So. 
That's good. That's good. Let's take a minute and reset the room, everybody. For those who don't know, you are in the Trucking Breakfast Club. We are here Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This morning, we are talking about something that's super important, especially to do um, not just at the beginning of the month, but always, which is, of course, write those goals out. Make the goals plain, make them specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time timely, like Keisha said. Um, of course, I did a little research because I, I want to break this down for people a little bit more, especially since I know we have a lot of people in here that are starting trucking companies, becoming dispatchers, becoming brokers, wanting to be compliance consultants, all that good stuff. So um, definitely with the first one specific, and y'all can chime in wherever, um, with the first one, with it being specific, you definitely want to think about what you want to accomplish. Think about why the goal is important and who's going to be involved in it. And also which resources are involved. So like, for instance, if you have a specific goal to become a dispatcher and you've never dispatched, obviously you need to get some education to get that done. Um, and then think about your measurable goals. So think about the things that you need to measure and to know when that goal is actually accomplished. So you might want to measure your goals um, to become like the head of your company by determining um, that you'll have to complete a certain amount of training or a certain amount of sales calls um, you know, as often as possible. And then, you know, that once that's completed, you should be on the way to your goal. And then of course you want them to be achievable. You want to think about how you can accomplish the goal and how realistic is the goal. I think that is super important, especially right now in transportation. Y'all have to remember as they should be, everybody is betting everybody, right? So literally like, it, uh, brokers are now getting um, even more reviews on DAT low board. Lakeisha went over that yesterday in her class. So if you use the DAT low board, you can look at the reviews who individuals have left for certain brokers. There was one in particular. Somebody said they were still waiting on an $1,100 quick pay. That might not be somebody, you know, that you would want to work with. Um, so definitely make sure that you're that what you're doing is achievable so that you're not overextending yourself i think that's super important especially for the moms in the room or those with children you can't you know you have to have something to still be able to take home to your kids you have to still be able to give them the attention that they need and not be pissed off and upset because maybe you didn't achieve that goal for the day well maybe quite possibly that goal was a little bit too high for the time that you had to be able to put into it not only can you create your goals on a monthly, quarterly, and yearly basis, but you need to be breaking them down on what you can do on an everyday basis to get to that goal. It's not like you could set something super duper difficult and pop. you might not be able to reach it tomorrow, but you can break it down into smaller goals, which I know myself and Elena do break it down in smaller goals, things that you can do on an everyday basis to get to the big goal. And then of course it wants to be relevant. So you want to make sure that your goal seems worthwhile. You want to make sure as previously stated that it's the right time to do it. Do you have the effort to put in? Are you the right person to reach the goal? If not, Maybe you need to bring in other people and outsource so that they can help you to achieve your goal. Most times you get a lot more done with a team, as I'm sure Keisha can talk about, um, with a team than you would by yourself. And then, of course, obviously, you want to make sure that it's timely. So you want to... <laughs> I know, girl. So you want to um, know, when do you want to accomplish the goal? What can you do with it six months from now? What can you do today? And what can you do six weeks to make sure that you are getting to the goal that you have in mind. So hand raising has been turned 
on. So feel free to come up. Let us know who you are, where you're from, what you plan on achieving. You know, we're almost halfway through this year now. So I know we talked about this previously, but obviously I want to know if some of the people, and I wish I would have wrote it down. I want to know if some of the people that come in and listen to us on a daily basis who told us those goals, um, what they're working on currently to get to those goals. Um, so feel free, raise your hand, come up, you know, I'll call on you, (laughs) you know, I'll call on you to come up and give us, um, give us some of those goals and things like that. Dang, I wish Jay was still in here. Um, Bree, I want to, oh, go ahead, Keish. I was going to say too, you nailed it though. Like when we talk about goals, we got to understand that just because you write some goals down, um, one time does not mean you just put a check mark beside them. We have to go back and we have to faith without work is dead. We have to go back and police ourselves up. And I'm just going to give you my testimony. I stopped. I wrote some goals down. I was like, all right, check, check, check. Now what? So I found myself just sitting around and doing nothing, looking at a screen and not being productive. And it happens. And we sometimes get fall short and we sit, And we get in those moments like I had a bad moment that lasted a month. So, I mean, and I didn't write down goals for that month also either. So write down those goals and make sure you're looking straight at them and like right at them. And people think that, oh, I don't need to write down the goal. I can remember it in my head. No, write it down. I've learned it helps so much to write it down. Write it down and and make sure you write your goals down every month because I skipped the month of May. And it was chaos. And you know what? Know what else that helps with that writing down and knowing your goal? It it allows you to know what to say no to, because it's always some kind of opportunity or something that comes up. And if you don't have a goal and going in your direction, somebody's going to pull you in theirs. So it's always good to have a goal and something you focus on, so you can be headed in the same direction. You can meet where you're trying to go. Because if you're just aimless, you're going to be working on somebody else's stuff and not on your own stuff. Man, I I just wanted to say, Kelsey and Henry, um, y'all are real organized. I'm not, you know, and I realized, what? <laughs> I realized that, um, you know, I move how I move, but I know what I'm looking for. I have an eye, an eye and an ear for where I'm going and what I'm doing, and I know how to get there. So if it ain't aligned with what I'm already on, I'm like, nope, it ain't going to work. So I'll say that. But, but see, you know, your strong, you know, your strong points, Desi, and that's important to realize when you're achieving these goals, because sometimes when you're trying to achieve the goals you need, just like I stated previously, you might have to outsource to other people like you. You know that you're not organized. You know that you may not look at every single small detail to make sure that your shit is put together properly. So you might need to reach out to me or call me and say, I got this idea. I know the end goal that I want to get to, but I don't necessarily know the proper steps that I need to take to get there and what I need to make sure that I'm uh, checking off and keeping track of because you're such a dreamer. You know what I'm saying? So that's the part on where when you look at your goals, when you evaluate your goals, you need to make sure that you're putting the proper people in place to make sure that your goals can be achieved because it'll be worth it. So, just wanted to to add on to that. Hey, Ricky girl. Hey, Kelsey. Good morning. Trucker How Trucker are Club. you? I am. Good morning. Awesome. Um, I wanted to say I write my goals down, 
and I do check them off. However, once I reach one set of goals, I then set another set of goals for myself. And that's how I also hold myself accountable for everything that I'm trying to achieve in my life. I set a goal that I was going to start this trucking business, so pretty much I got turned on to the Trucking Breakfast Club. And being here has done so much for me. I can't thank you guys enough for this. Like, I joined your, I did your class, and I set a goal for myself that I was going to finish your class before my agent, before my freight broker agent class started. So I've done that. So now I'm taking, doing the steps that I have off of your checklist. I plan on having all of it done by, by the time my agent broker class starts, which is June the 14th. When I say I have a 9 to 5, I work from 7.30 to 4, but from 4 to 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning until I feel like it's time for me to lay down, I am working on my own business. I feel like if I go hard for my 9 to 5, I should be going harder for my own self. Period. Yeah, that's good. Cool. I, think Henry, I think Henry was agreeing with you, Ricky. No, that's so true. Ricky wrote in the... Um, Ricky wrote in our mentorship group today. She said, I'm finished. And I was like, girl, you just started like a week or two ago. How did this happen? But now I get it. You're setting the goals for yourself. You're letting, you know, you know what you want to achieve. And you're absolutely right. I had to come to that mindset of, Kelsey, you always complaining about your nine to five, this, that, and the third. But you have to go just as hard for your business as you do for your nine to five. And not only that, but you have to prioritize it. And you have to tell yourself, okay, you're going to have to make some sacrifices. But Delana really showed me that during the season of going hard, sometimes you just got to take naps. Sometimes you just got to nap from about 10 p.m. to 2. That's a good five hours or push it back from 12 to 5, whatever you want to do um, to make sure that you have, like, for me, I need uninterrupted time. What does that mean? I had to put these kids on a schedule, and they had to go to sleep at a certain time. So, you know, just so that I can make sure that I could get done what I need to get done. Because once I realized that I fell off of that, I started getting just a little bit too lazy, and I knew the goals that I had in mind, the things that I wanted to achieve with my business was not going to happen because I was laying in the bed watching TV trying to put my daughter to sleep. You know what I'm saying? So that, yeah, you're right on that. You have to go hard for your business um, just as hard as you go for your nine to five. So I'm glad that you said that. And congratulations on completing the uh, Master Your Back Office course. I'm so proud of you already. I know got goals lined up for that. Thank you. So excited for that. Hey, April. Hey, Kelsey. How are you? Hello, Lakeisha, Desi, Breakfast Club. I love you guys. Hey, guys. (laughs) What's going on? Um, I just want to say, first of all, I personally talked to Kelsey, Lakeisha, and Desi, and I truly appreciate all the information and knowledge that you guys have shared and have helped me through within the past month or so. So I just want to thank you guys again for that. As far as my goals, um, just like Ricky stated, I pretty much write them down. And and as I complete a goal, I add a new one. So we had a goal of adding a new truck to our fleet. That goal has been completed today. We're having our new truck go out tomorrow. (laughs) So that one's done. So the next goal I wrote down um, is to add another truck. So we'll have four. Um, Also... Kelsey, I think we talked about this um, as well, but 
since I don't have my CDL, I am actually taking the permit class with She Trucking Sheree um, this month. So that was my goal to get my CDL license as well, just so that I can have knowledge about the truck instead of just being an investor. I need to actually know what's going on um, within my company. Um, also, the goal is to finish Kelsey's course. So I had a compliance company taking care of all of my um, back office, but I want to actually know what I'm doing and what she's doing as well. So I'm going to be completing that course this month as well. So those okay, are my goals. Okay, but I got to yes. ask you this, April. Y'all started out with how many trucks and when? So we started out with one truck in 2019. Um, the beginning of 2021, we purchased our second truck. That was, no, I'm sorry, the end of 2020. So December, we purchased the second truck. And then we just purchased our third truck um, like two weeks ago when it just went through a Maryland inspection and all that stuff. So it's ready to go. So we, we scaled up three trucks in two years. I love it. I love it. Coming in with one. So, but, but what made you go so hard to make sure that you got it done? Like, I know you had to be super structured. I know you had to make sure that the budget was in place. How did you make sure that your company was running properly so that you could even add more trucks in? Um, well, that's, that's just me and my husband, you know, together, you know, we are our own, we have a couple of different businesses. We don't work for anyone. We work for ourselves. So within our business. So we knew that if this was going to work, we had to throw ourselves into it. So I pretty much took the lead on this. And like I said, when I got the compliance company to take care of everything um, on the back end, I was able to, you know, um, get everything going with the truck, hire the drivers, um, do the dispatching because I do all of that myself. So it was we just knew we had to throw ourselves into it. And it's also um you know, just being an entrepreneur, you have to, like she said, you have to throw yourself within your within your business. So that's what we, you know, that's what we did. And then as far as the capital, you know, with our other businesses, we were able to set money aside and we have money um, in those accounts for unexpected um, maintenance fees and all of that stuff. So we were able to save from our other businesses to add to the trucking company. I love that because I definitely thoroughly believe in reinvesting from other businesses into the business that you know is going to end up being, you know, the biggest business, should we say. You know what I'm saying? So Correct. That's super Correct. dope. I love it. April got 16 jobs. She got three <laughs> kids, too. And she still makes it to the gym. That's why I'm trying to still figure out. Actually, Kelsey, is, to... actually it's four kids, 24, <laughs> 24, 12, and twins are nine. So. And, and she got a crazy cousin. And she got a crazy cousin. She got to talk <laughs> off the ledge every Friday. <laughs> Desi, did you have something? No, I was just saying, man, I'm just... I'm, I'm amazed with how they do it. But like um, Josh was saying, I'm a fan, April. You know I appreciate... Man, I've been wanting you to come say something, but you know, real bosses don't talk. They just do the work, so salute to you and your king. Um, but on the same topic, what Josh was saying in our job room, how they use um, profits from other businesses, cash being so, I mean, trucking being so cash intensive, um, we have the same opportunity. I see you doing that, Kelsey, like with other properties and other ventures. We can't just be a one-trick pony. We have to diversify, you know, different street revenue streams. So 
man, hey, you learn from us. We watch and learn from you, man. It's it's just a you know a reciprocal learning relationship, man. So big ups, um, and shout out to everybody making these entrepreneurial dreams come true. Yeah, actually, a- April uh, IG watching her and her husband is like so dope to see another uh you know. Um, I guess I'm biased. Another black couple that's out there making moves is being entrepreneurs and they're doing good at it. They joke around with each other. They exercise and they're taking care of themselves and they're successful. So it's always definitely inspiring to see just them on Instagram, what they're doing. But you know, I'm still trying to figure that part out because April gives me hope that I can keep it tight and right. So I guess I can <laughs> give y'all 10 today and hit a couple push-ups, a couple sit-ups, you know what I'm saying? And just try to pull so it in. We need, we need to start a, a, a truck and breakfast club, like uh, a challenge or something to that way to keep everybody um, accountable and motivated. So that's what y'all need. That's what we need to do. Yeah. Say it already started it. We, we just got to make sure we putting it out there. Cause I know like, oh, okay. I'll be getting them, give me tens. And I'll be doing it, but we need to make sure we putting it out there to everybody. Well, I know I do it. You know, when somebody hit me with the give me 10, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I just don't be posting it like I should. But you're right. We need to be there encouraging each other because health is important. You can have a million dollars and you probably be in, you know, in a wheelchair with high blood pressure and diabetes. We don't want that. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you for allowing me to speak. Anytime, anytime. What's going on, Eric? Yes, anytime, Miss April. <laughs> what's going on with you fellas how y'all doing this morning doing great doing Good great morning. i was i was gonna ask i didn't i meant to ask kelsey so so what happened friday what happened on friday because he was like man he was such a like a wealth of information and stuff i was like man see i, I, lo- I love that we're able to connect with other people and oh stuff. okay okay so for those who don't know um eric super specialized in safety and compliance it is his career for what 20 plus years um and we had a situation where um Bree got pulled over actually got put out of service and um we just got on the phone because what she got put out of service for i'm not gonna lie i'm i understand the eld and different things like that but i don't understand the tips and tricks and different things that you can do that are legit and legal to keep yourself out of sticky situations. So I call, I was like, Brie, hold on. I got to call Eric real quick. Call Eric. And I was like, Eric, can you make sure that what he's saying is, you know, absolutely correct. Eric spoke to him and we got the situation all figured out. She did still end up getting put out of service for something that literally happened seven days before. Um, but yeah, he, 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 the truth y'all, he is the truth. And that's what's up. That that was great that, you know, somebody was in the network that was able to help out that way. Absolutely. But good morning, Eric. I see you was at the game this weekend. Listen, <laughs> you, you was having you a good little time. Something like that. But no, man, that's what, um, that's why, you know, I try to tell folks that, you know, one thing that those large companies uh, have advantage over small companies is the fact that they literally, they literally have like people that, you know, do what I do for years that, you know, retired, you know, working for the, you know, the entities. So they, they, so it's one of the things that if you know the inside scoop on how to navigate, you know what I'm saying? You'll be more prepared and, and, and you'll win at trucking. And that, you know, and, and Kelsey got a chance to kind of see that when I was talking with her and talking with the trooper uh, last week. Yeah, absolutely. He definitely, like I said, helped us out a lot. So this morning, Eric, we're pretty much touching on 
smart goals um and with you know specific measurable attainable realistic and timely on whether you be dispatching or whatever you're doing in your business um just making sure that you're checking out those goals completing that goal so with you being a vet in the game what are some goals that you have right now for your business for the month of june throughout the rest of the year I'm actually focusing on more on the online stuff uh, than than the actual truck business. The online stuff, uh, I'm actually trying to get you know get my marketing stuff uh, down packed because um, one thing with social media, if uh, marketing equals money, so even if you got a social media page and um, and all you're doing is just kind of marketing to your actual uh, page or on your page. You're not really reaching nobody but the people that follow you. And so I'm learning, you know, how to actually, you know, uh, use the ads and stuff like that right now. I actually bought a system that was kind of very expensive, but it's showing you the different tricks and stuff, the same stuff that uh, Grant Cordon used, 10X and all them guys and all the heavy hitters that you may see on social media. It's the same program that all them guys use, and that's how they credit their millions of dollars of wealth because – the uh, the marketing ads and all that you reaching way more people than actual you just using your page. Technically, from what I'm learning is your your social media page supposed to just kind of be something where a person get to know you, not necessarily you marketing your product. You know, like most of your pitches and stuff, or most of the stuff that's on there. Again, it's for your audience to get to know you, like, and then your marketing uh, ads or whatnot. It's you know that's to draw the man, and then from there they go to your page and they say, oh, okay, I like I like this guy, I like this person. You know, they, you know they they got two kids, they marry, or you know they do this. We got this in common because your page uh, explains a lot about you and what you do. So there's a lot of different stuff like that that I'm actually learning that I'm trying to implement over the next month. Yep, that's absolutely correct. I know Henry can super attest to that, but I'm in the same I'm in the same boat as you. I think once I realized and was listening to a lot of huge marketing people that do different stuff and I realized which I kinda already knew, but it, it tend like it made my audience grow a lot, lot, lot more. Um and have more it's not just about the number of followers, but how many people actually interacting with you. So I think um once I learned you know, what they like to see on my page and what they relate to, then you're absolutely right. It's not just about them um, buying into your product, but once they buy into you, which if they followed you, they've already bought into you. And then once you um, continue to just add on to that, then, you know, that's the way to go. So how many times are you posting on social media now? What does some of your content include? Uh, right now, I try to do anywhere between uh, a minimum of three. Uh, shit, sometimes I may do eight or nine, depending on uh, how I feel that day. But uh, a lot of my contact, my 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 uh, content, I try to keep simple. So uh, a little bit about myself, something about trucking. Uh, uh, one thing with compliance, compliance is very boring. 
And uh, uh, when I first started posting, it's like people didn't really pay that much attention to compliance because they don't have those. Hey, come make a million dollars. Hey, you know, I can put a million dollars in your pocket in the next 24 months. They don't say all that. It's very boring. Information is dry. So I had to try to figure out how can I grab my audience attention. That's why if you go down my page, I have a lot of like uh, uh, videos and it's cracking jokes. But it's literally is 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 a concept behind those jokes, and the concept is for me to gravitate, you know, pull you in, and then you read the caption. You read the caption. I'm literally giving you game, something to do with compliance or something to do with trucking. But I had to figure out how can I get people attention because again, it's, the information is not pretty. People will overlook it because I'm not telling them how they can go out and make a million dollars. I'm telling them really how you can save save your money. Once you make your million, let me show you how to keep your money. Because if not, you'll be, you know, spending money out. And then outside of that, try to do some spiritual. Um, and uh, so, uh, so basically trucking some spiritual um, motivation, a, a little bit about myself. And then at first I used to go in there. And if I felt a certain way, if I seen some BS, I'll post about somebody else's BS. Like, man, stop lying, stop capping to these people because there's a <laughs> lot of folks out there like that, you know, and yeah. it's crazy. And it seems like the ones that do the most cap in the line are the ones that got the biggest followings. I'm like, why you got to lie? Like, like you, you already got a following. And I'm talking about, I can literally go to these people pages and I can po- repost their shit and break down how they lie to really, really like destroy them. But I just like, but you can't do that because social media, it have its own politics and if I was to do that, first thing somebody gonna say is, "Oh, he hating." How he am, hate how am I hating? What because of following? In real life, I make as much money as this person, or I'm not more. So how am I hating? So I just don't understand it. It's like now the truth get turned into you a hater on social media. That's stupid. Nah, the truth is the new. The truth is the new trend. Like yep. being real is the new trend, and nobody's being real. Like let me be real with you. Nah, you ain't being real. I need you to be transparent. I need you to be authentic. I need you to be real. I mean, not real. We can't use real anymore, Eric, because you're right. They'll flip it on us and be like, um, he hating. When they hate on you, they start telling lies. No, I'm telling you the truth. Man, look, and I ain't going to say the person's name, but this particular person did a podcast. And the information that they gave out was totally, totally false, right? So I literally literally ended up on the same podcast. And when I was on that podcast... I had uh, spoke spoke to them behind the scenes and and I had gave them a heads up about the particular person. In addition to that, I called a white guy that had been in the industry for 40 years, making down over a hundred million dollars, you know, saying a year doing exactly what this person claimed that they do. Right. And did. So I had them speak to this guy and this guy was like, that person is lying. And so. In addition to that, about a week or two later, they started getting flooded with a lot of emails and stuff like, yo, that person is lying, that person is a crook, that person this, that person that. And then they start, they they contacted me and they were like, bro, every since you brought that to our attention, why we get a bunch of emails? So they ended up taking that person off their podcast and off their platform. I mean, that's good and that it, they're doing it. 
Yeah, because they got to, man, because what happened is when people see people on big on big platforms, right, they automatically think that they they that that, uh you know, they they good to go. You know what I'm saying? That they validated or whatnot. And and, and I'm like, man, just because they don't do, you know, people will pay them to be on a podcast. Me or be on a platform, folks, and and they don't even vet them. Only thing they care about is the money, and then that's the you know, you doing business with them, and then they just mess over you. Now that definitely happens a lot. It's like they become because some of them are kind of I'm gonna say slick. They kind of slick talk, and it's like they're speaking in front of the room, and people are gravitating to them because they're like, well, if they're speaking in front of all these people, they're leading. They must know what they're talking about. But then all there is is they're just good talkers and they're just taking advantage of people who don't know because you don't know what you don't know. And then you jump up and throw your money at them and it's like you don't get where you're trying to go except you're just further in debt. <laughs> you know, but I'm glad, I'm glad you was able to, like, you know, handle that situation. I'm glad that people are taking their their, their platform serious and pulling that information off when they know somebody is false. Hey, Henry, um, for about, for, I'm going to say about when I, when I came to social media, it's trucking stage this time last year. I was a private person, barely had 400 followers. So I, I, I revamped my whole social media. I had probably 2,000 pictures and a bunch of it was just me hanging out with family and friends, traveling. So I deleted everything and I created trucking stage, right? And when I created it again, I had like 400 followers, right? And so um, what made me do it was the fact that I got tired of saying false information. And so people would post false information. Then they're they're dropping a caption like a comment on the page if you agree. And so I would literally comment, disagree, and then I would post the the real information. And so people would start DMing me or they'll start responding back like, yo, you was right. I looked at what you stated. Or they'll DM me like, yo, you was right. I looked at what you stated. And then all of a sudden I started getting – I started getting the name for myself was, oh, he messy. Oh, he this. Oh, he that. And I'm like, hold on. If you out here really trying to help and I correct you, how am I messy? That don't make sense. And so I started really, really creating his name of being like a villain in a sense. But I love it because when I tell you, when I go back and I scroll through social media this time last year, when nobody really talking about safety and compliance, I have several people that mimic exactly everything I do. And I be and I laugh because I'm like, you don't understand what I do. You trying to mimic it because you thinking that you see it as an opportunity for you to make money. No, you're right. Um, dang, I was gonna say something. I ain't gonna say it though. I ain't, say, I ain't gonna say it. But you're absolutely right. And I think that um, social media is a huge part. And even though there's a lot of people that's on social media that are, let's just say it, fake not really showing the real or they're just showing the success and where they're at right now not showing you all the all the bull crap that they had to go through to get there just be real on your stuff you know what i'm saying just be authentically you and if you're trying to educate then send out actual educational facts and not you know just something to lead people to um, you know, come in and um, buy into what you got going on, but you're not giving out the accurate information. So I agree. Henry, did you have something on that? Or did? Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, that validation by association. I mean, you know, in our own circle, we had to deal with some of that. Um, and people will, they'll validate you, but they will also criminalize you by who you associate with. 
if you have a snake or a fraud in your circle. So, I mean, it's, and we can't prey on our people, man. We trying to uplift, you know, our culture and our people. We can't just, you know, we can't even let snakes. Like, no, nah, you kind of got to ring the alarm to some extent. I mean, and I know we, we as a group, we kind of like fall back. But like, even today, if you know, like um, some of our inner chat, we say how we going to, you know, deal with frauds. You know what I mean? So you got to have a plan because they do exist. They will use your platform. They will connect and attach to you to come up because they really have no, no creativity, no, no root, true talents of their own. But they see this trillions of dollars out here in trucking, and they say, hey, I'm going to get me some of that money one way or the other. Um, so it, that's what I wanted to touch on. But you know what, Desi? That's what everybody posts is, you know, you can get into trucking and you can make all this money different. There's low barrier ways to get into it. But they don't talk about how hard it is to um, get certain clients. Um, that You know, they don't talk about what's really going on, the actual figures and the actual numbers of what's really going on. So I feel like when people do that, that's a that's kind of like a praying situation too a little bit. Real if quick. They don't, if they don't get a real teach. Real quick, um, and this this is funny, just to highlight um, what I've been working on this week in, in my book and course and all that. The difference between who's going to make it and who's not going to make it ties directly into this topic, smart, being smart, right? Meaning you got to be prepared. You got to be informed. It's a whole lot of work that, you know, and this the smart, you know, process speaks right to, um, whether you're going to make it or not in this industry. If you just jump out there with a dollar in a dream, you're going to come back with um, thousands of dollars in debt and a nightmare. You know, but if you prepare yourself um, through goals, um, networking, and a lot of other preparation things, information, you could actually make it and, you know, tap into this trillion-dollar market and eat like we should be able to. But it ain't going to just happen by accident. You know, so that's why today's topic ties directly into what you guys talking about. Um, in that, you know, being have being informed, you'll be able to tell whether somebody, you know, a quack or they really provide quality. So I'll leave it at that because I know we got people on stage. I just wanted to talk about it all tied in. Yeah, but I also definitely want to commend Eric for like kind of really calling that stuff out because th- like you said they they quick to villainize somebody like oh man you're tearing down another black man you shouldn't do that or call somebody out in public you should do that behind the scenes but it's much needed because there's a lot of people that be standing on like the podium of like i'm doing it for black people and they're not really doing that they're just trying to you know take advantage of people and they're using that just to kind of bring people in so i appreciate that eric does do that and i'm glad that you know he he continues to do that you know so just want to give my flowers on that one yes sir absolutely hey candace good morning how you doing hey you guys hi kelsey hi everyone sorry what's going on dropping some stuff i'm trying to write notes and listen to y'all but um I have a question. Um, I was listening to Bree talk about how, you know, you vet, she's gone, but you bet you vet the shippers before you call them. Um, and I've always, you know, thought of you vet after you call them. And so, and again, I'm all about working smart, not hard. 
So um, what did, I, I just didn't understand. What? How do you do that? How do you vet first before you? Keisha, did you want to touch on that or you want me to take it? All right, I guess I got it. So pretty much it's just like, um, I'm sure, and I can ask her for you since she did drop off, but I'm sure there might be a particular system that she uses, but just in conversation that I've had with her because I am not a freight broker, okay, but um, a couple things you could do is obviously whenever you're looking at, whenever you get your shippers list, if you're using a shippers list, just go and look up those, their, their businesses. So people have left reviews for them on Google, my business, Yelp, all those different type of companies. So that'll go into your sales pitch, even when you're talking to them, because if you vet them and you see the type of commodities that they move, the customers that they've worked with previously and different things like that, those are talking points for your conversation after you listen to them and try to extract the pain points. So if you're vetting someone and you see that it's a shipper that may only have one star because maybe they have long wait times, maybe they have, maybe they're unprofessional. Maybe they have some racist activity because you know, in the South, there's a lot of, a lot of light skinned people that own uh, warehouses and stuff like that. And maybe they don't do good business. So I would say just go review their website um, look at their reviews, see what type of stuff that they move. And then obviously you're vetting them in the conversation as well to see how they speak to you on the phone. Does that help you? That, okay. Understand now. Cause I do do that. Um, as far okay. as just to be able to sound a bit more knowledgeable of their product. Mm-hmm. And it kind of gives you a little step in the game when you're talking to them, which is true. Um, but when she said vet them, I'm like, okay, well, how am I supposed to run them through the, and I'm, okay, well, I can't do that if I don't talk to them and get the information. So I was kind of confused. But well, that- let's see. Let's see if she has any other tips. Bree, what other tips do you have for vetting the shippers that you call besides looking at their reviews online? Maybe, maybe not. Okay, Candy. Oh, there she goes. Sorry, I, was, I walked away from the phone. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, what was the question? I just heard my name. So she was asking how you go about um, vetting, because you mentioned vetting the shippers that you work with. I told her, obviously, look at the Google reviews and their website and just do your due diligence. What else do you do to vet the shippers before you call them? Uh, send them to my factory company to make sure that, they're like, uh, you know, if it's, they'll be approved. Sometimes it would. I just send them a list. Uh, that same list I asked, like that spreadsheet I went through, uh, sent it to him, and right before I call him, he already like will pretty much say which one is a no go, which one is is good. Um, so that just helped me that much more because if my factoring company can't mess with them, then there ain't no point of us doing business, or they have you know something lingering over over their head. So I don't want to do business with the, business with them anyways. Um, another thing is uh. I look them up and, um, ahead of time just so when I call, I have some type of information on them. You know what I'm saying? That could probably help me. Because if I'm, you just cold calling, a lot of people blindly cold call, and you don't even know who you're calling, you know? And <laughs> they probably say, okay, yeah, we got some freight. And then next thing you know, you might be moving, you know, uh, it could be anything. You know, it could be uh, something that's probably hazardous. You know what I'm saying? Or it could be chicken, but your specialty is driving. You know what I'm saying? So you just, I just do it so I can have some type of heads up and know a little bit about the company I'm already calling. I hope that answers your question. 
Actually, it does because I I never thought to, and I I actually created a list of um, prospects that I wanted to reach out to, and um, I never thought to send it to the factoring company first. I would just do the research online, gather as much information as I could about the about the company and the brand itself, and then reach out to the shipper, talk to them, and kind of fill them out that way. But I'll definitely send this over to my factoring company and see, you know, if we could weed out the the tweeds. Thank you. Yeah, honestly, I didn't know either uh, until I was like on the phone with my factoring guy, and um, uh, you know, you if you got a factoring guy kind of like close with him. My dude, he's like the bomb. But uh, we was talking, and uh, I told him I was doing a quote, and he just pretty much asked for the the shipper. Uh, like on the phone, and he just pretty much from then on just told me to send him uh, instead of sending him one by one, just send him you know a little a list, and then that way he can you know send it back to me to send the third. So I didn't even I thought you was supposed to you you could look it up yourself too and do a credit check. You know what I'm saying? But that's pretty much what the factoring company is doing is doing a credit check. But yeah, he just told me to do it, and I'm like okay. Well, that's just another thing that I ain't got to sit there and do too. So. I, I just sent it to him. I'm sending it to her as we speak. Thank you so much. <laughs> yep, no problem. Perfect, perfect. I love it. Hey, geez, what's going on? How was your weekend? Top of the morning, everybody. Weekend. Well, I feel like you're over there cheating on, right now. <laughs> yeah, true, true story. You know, I'm feeling good. Feeling good back on it. What's up, everybody? But uh, I wanted to address... Uh, now, we was talking about like like you know like basically like the marketing and moving up and you know trying to complete those goals but a new thing that I'm doing now I'm really trying to use my my phone you know we pay all this money for these phones you know use your calendars you know what I'm saying your notes make sure you set alarms and stuff like that it's 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 working out a little bit for me and uh it's it's beneficial you get what I'm saying cuz sometimes we forget some of us have lives we got plenty of kids and stuff like that but that phone with you 24/7 you know what I'm saying? You go to sleep, that phone right there, you ain't going to forget it. But, you know, you might write something down and you might forget your notepad. You might leave it in the door. You It might slip past you. But when that alarm go off on that phone, you're going to check it. And then, oh, snap, I got a whoopie woo bam. And um, another thing, just being transparent on your social media, um, is it, it's a plus. Like, it's a, it's a huge, like, and it's like, it's like, basically, you 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 only gonna attract the people that's in your type of world because they gonna gravitate to you. You know what I'm saying? Because they see you you living like they living. Y'all got something in common, and that's why we all on this platform together because we all trying to get this money. We all trying to do it in the trucking industry, and we all trying to scale up. You know what I'm saying? So we all over the country right now. We connecting the dots. But if we was talking about you know uh, racing cars or something like that, a whole bunch of these people probably be out of the room. But I just say use your social media, use your phone. You know what I'm saying? Another thing, like Unc said, put a date on it. You know what I'm saying? Put a date on it. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can talk all you want, but put a date on it. Get it done. But that was it, though. You know, happy week, happy Monday. And turn up. Because <laughs> we got plenty kids. Nephew. <laughs> <laughs> plenty kids. I was over here dying laughing. No, but you're right. I think one thing, too. 
that might help you when you're going through and doing your social media is using different apps to help you automatically post, which I know Henry probably has a lot more. But one of them that I use, I schedule all my content in Canva when I create it, like different little words and stuff like that. And then I move it to Planoly, and Planoly will keep it organized, and it'll also show you how it's going to look on your profile. So if you want to do it in a certain order where it's family um, business and then an edu- something educational, you can set it up and see how it's going to look across the board before you even post it to make sure it's going to look on your profile good. So I think that's something that will help people as well. Yeah, yeah I'm going to have to get with Henry. Henry. Henry was lacing me this weekend. He threw me something this weekend. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, tr- I try to give, you know, knowledge where I can. And I think another one besides Planoly is like a social pilot. And um, I actually got a free resource in there that you it will actually pull stuff. Like you can type in a keyword and it'll pull articles that you can use to post onto your social media. Or you can set like an RSS feed from another website and it will automatically post to your social media. So you can do things like that. Um, you can have canned content. Like anything you can do with canned content, but I'm, I want to start diving more into Canva because I know it's more it's easier for people, mm-hmm. and you can put your brand colors in there. Mm-hmm. So if you got a if you got a company and your brand colors, you can go ahead and snatch whatever you want, and you can mm-hmm. get your quotes. If you want an easy way to boost your page, just do quotes. Just look up quotes for truckers or quotes for inspiration. Copy it, paste it into Canva. You already got your colors, and just you know you send it out. So you know that's that's kind of a easy way to do things that you can do to, to boost yourself up and then give credit where credit is due. Eric has a lot of great information on his page. Use repost and post his content. You're giving him credit, but you have it on your page too. So it shows that you're aligning yourself with good people, you know, repost what um, Kelsey has. Kelsey has a lot of great information about compliance and stuff. Desi's really out in the field, you know? So, and, and Lakeisha got stuff too. Like her stuff is like funny, but you can find stuff that's more aligned to what you're doing. And if you got to carry a company, find stuff that's going to be, attracting drivers because that's most of the time what you're using it for and show that you're a professional business and that, that can help you out but if you know what your goals you want when you're doing your social media there's like tons of options you can do yep absolutely what you got candace no question with that adding of the the info onto your page do you do a separate business page which is what i did which is probably wasn't smart or do you just run it all on your personal page and just kind of let it funnel through there so that's why I mentioned, and I'll let Henry touch on it too, but that's why I mentioned if you're going to, and Eric does the same thing, if you're going to put it on your page, then you need, I always say figure out three different components that you want to post on your page, right? So you can give an educational tip, something about your business or your client review, something like that. And then something personal like me, I'll post a picture of my kids or like a cute reel of my kids. And then the next time I'll post the carousel, which is, if you go look at my page right now, it's the last post I put up where you have to actually read it and swipe through people can share any of the ones that they want to share and then also post like client reviews whether it be video something they email me something they type or something um like if they're actually doing something like in our facebook mentorship something like that so i usually pick three different things and i do it on my personal page because again i've already had almost three thousand people that follow me that have already bought into my page those are the people that you're you know you see the people that have followed you of course Minus the bots, but you see the people that have followed you, you kind of look at their pages, you know, look at the people that follow you kind of learn different things that they're about. You can more than likely kind of see why they're following you based on what they have on their page. And then you can continue to post things to make sure that you are um, 
um, catering to your audience. You also can switch your personal page to a professional or business page, and that'll give you insight. So then you'll be able to see the exact percentage of women, men, age and race that follow you and where they're located at. You can see that whenever you click on a picture, you can see the different people that have sent it different places. Well, not the different people, but how many times somebody shared it, even in a message or shared it on their page or saved it to go back and look at. So you get different. The algorithm always changes, but it works different ways. And you can see uh, what people are doing on your page. If it's in a, if it's in a professional um, status. Yeah, I, I definitely think, um, yeah, there's definitely a difference between the personal and business. And I think the personal gets more of a reach. I mean, for obvious reasons, they want the businesses to pay for play. But you definitely can do paid advertising with your business. So I guess it depends on how you want to do uh, your marketing. And you can use those schedulers when you have the business. When it's personal, you can't do that. And um, I like having mine personal just because anything I do on Instagram, I can just instantly share it to my Facebook uh, personal profile. So it just kind of depends on how you want to run your marketing. Yep. That helped you, Candice? Yeah, I think I got a lot of revamping uh, to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you if you need if you have any questions or need any ideas as far as, you know, making it you or anything like that, feel free to always reach out to us. You know, we're more than willing to help you. So just let us know. Awesome, thanks. You're welcome. Hey Mark. Morning family. How's everyone? Good. How are you? Doing great, man. Awesome. Monday morning. I um, Candace said something that uh, you know sparked me to raise my hand, and I have a question. Um, I, I didn't know she was a broker or a carrier, but my question is for brokers vetting the the shipper. What do you What are you vetting for other than if they pay? Cause I know with the the factoring companies, they're vetting them to see how fast or how slow they pay as well. Is there something else you you are looking for? Well, I'm not a broker, but I was just mentioning when you look at their website, it'll give you talking points for when you're calling to talk to them and you can understand their pain points more if they don't give you a lot of good information. Um, Bree, what you got? No, um, my broker company, I said broker company, my factory company, it was pretty much just like uh, if they have messed with them. Because I know that they say uh, if they don't pass a credit check, then that factoring company won't mess with that shipper. So... It was along those lines. So that's why I always just sent it to them for that. Okay, yeah, I, I agree. I thought it was something else because mainly with the shippers, uh, as a broker, my main concern is uh, do you pay? And right. I was telling other uh, small starting brokerages, like when you send them that, that shipper package, I always add a credit sheet to mine that I have to have mm-hmm. back that, that, add, that tells me the accounts payable person, their contact, and how do they pay, net 30 and if it's a net 30, I would just call them and ask them if they could pay a net 10 or net 7. And then, of course, if you have the factoring company, they're going to tell you, oh, yeah, they, they don't pay. Uh, then I'll ask questions. Well, what's the latest? And then they'll tell me, oh, this guy's like 90 days. I say, okay, I, I agree with you now. So that uh, started with something else other than, than if they pay. Yeah. And I got the same thing in my packet, too. But uh, it just was a, uh, like a, a kickstart. As far as like, you know, me not even having to waste my time on getting a yes and then like, you know, finding out later on down the line that <laughs> I don't got, I don't booked one and it was no good. So it was just like a little kickstart uh, and it was easier. Like I say, it stopped me from having to do it. So 
just the easiest way for me. I, I found a shipper and uh, my uh, look, my company, not a factor, my company won't mess with them. So I had to dig deep and found out why. And it was the same reason. But now they're saying, well, if you get them to prepay, I guess prepay is always another option, you know. But uh, yeah, if you're a new company, if, if they don't pay, it's probably best to stay away from them. Thanks. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Mark. That broker out here <laughs> definitely always has some good information, too. Hey, Josh, what's going on? Morning, family. What's up with y'all? How y'all doing? Chilling. Chilling. Talk about these goals, something I know you love to talk about. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, it's the principle of how to move, you know. Uh, no goals means you're just hustling, in my opinion. Um, and for me, um, the way I kind of structure my stuff is I put things in tiers. So uh, each individual goals go underneath the tiers. So as I knock down the goals, I can complete the tier to get to the next tier. And the one thing I like to do about my goals, I like to have my goals also have some equity going into the next tier. So like when I first got into this whole thing, you know, I started doing uh, the courier thing last mile. And my goal was to only do it for six months build some good relationships and then try to leverage what I would do within that six months to provide some sort of financial equity towards my tier two, uh, which I just recently completed. So going into, and that was, like I said, six months, but you know, tier two is more like a year and a half to two years. Hold on, Josh. Hold on, Josh. Tell them what you did, Josh. You was in the courier service and you done hustled up on these lanes <laughs> and what yeah. you do. Well, I try to go into anything like like we've always had these conversations too where you can sell sell what you do right so basically i put myself in a position where i was able to sell the lanes that i have in my courier business to another courier service within the same entity that i work for uh to gain a percentage uh that will be paid monthly to go into my tier two which is um the box trucks so um i basically just <laughs> appreciate it um I basically just network it. You know, my whole my whole philosophy is uh, understanding networking and follow through. So um, I just made sure I found out who my competition was, what their woes were. I found out how needy my company was that I was working for. And I kind of just positioned myself to get in position to be able to exit out but still care peace so that that equity will go into my tier two. And, you know, it's not anything super duper large, but it will probably take care of maintenance of some gas going into tier two. That's dope. Sorry, I didn't even realize I wasn't on mute. I'm over here typing and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're guys, clicking away. My bad. <laughs> no, that's dope though because see, you, you, you. I know you mentioned to us. You know, we need to bring up a day where we can talk about. You don't necessarily have to go straight into box trucks, semi truck, hot shots. You can get into the courier lane and grow that business, and it could be very, very lucrative for you. So just knowing that you did that in what six months, you said. Uh, what is this June? Yeah, so six months. Because you started right in right earlier this year, right? Yeah, um, technically January twelfth was the start off of everything in this new venture. See, and now you're moving into your next goals, and it's crazy that we, me, you, and I just was on the phone talking about this. I want to say like three, four weeks ago, and now here it is a month later, and you checked it out. So yeah, super duper duper proud of you. Um, I can't wait to see how you about to kill this box truck business when you get there. And then you said you're going semi truck in how two years? I think you said two, two, two years is the goal. Two years is the goal to get into semi. Because once again, I like to have 
the previous tier equity to support the next tier. So once we get to the financial goal level uh, within tier two, then we can move over to tier three. But, you know, that also comes with, you know, going through the ups and downs. And uh, Mm -hmm. I think Keisha was saying it before, you know, once you hit a goal, you know, cross it off and create a new goal. But sometimes you got to erase a goal too and make it more realistic. So, um, and I'm a, I'm a big dreamer. Like I'm a, you know, I believe anything's possible. The moment you think something is impossible, you lost grip of reality. So I, I like to dream big. So, you know, my end goal is super huge, but I try to be an optimistic realist about things as well. So as long as the financials and the numbers equal, then we can continue those tiers. If sometimes the tiers need to be pushed back as far as the deadline that we can, we can audible and Euro step as we need to, but yeah, that's the goal. And then take it as far as possibly I can. And then hopefully one day, um, I'm selling the business because I'm one of them Shark Tank fans. I, you give me a good price, you can have it for a percentage. <laughs> you can no, have that's, everything. That's for dope. Sale. Tell them, Josh. Everything's for sale. Everything's for sale. Seriously. I mean, and it bothers me sometimes, too, because I think people get into this notion of um, dollar amounts instead of looking at the full percentage of equity, right? So you're stronger with having more equity across multiple pots than you are having one pot with a lot of ownership. So I'm completely fine with creating something to a point where it's good enough for someone else to look at and might want to purchase it because I can now sell that, get that equity, and then I can take my mindset that I'm doing in entrepreneurship and go focus somewhere else but still getting a royalty from what the work I put in before. So, you know, it bothers me when I watch Shark Tank and people be scared to, you know, give up their company because, you know, I get it. You put your, put your sweat and tears in it. It's your baby. You don't want to let it go. But sometimes – it's best to let it go, get that equity you can, and then just go be great somewhere else because now it's going to free your time up. You know, I'm all about time as the, the pure currency, so that's just the way I operate. That's good, man. You, we was talking about that yesterday. It's like at first, man, we hustle, we hustle, but we're hustling for our time. Back. You feel what I'm saying? It ain't even the money, it's the time. Yeah. That's a good point, bro. Yeah. And anything that you can put in automation, try to put it on automation, you know? Anytime that you can get back, like, you know, the one thing I learned too, like for the first three months I was out here hustling, like I was moving up four or five in the morning, you know, doing what I got to do. And then I realized I had to multiply myself to make a a better profit. It was cool keeping the lights on, but where was my actual profit? So that's when I started to diverse and go find two other people that would be me. And then once again, get a percentage of what they do and then do exactly what I just did and try to get everything, get me out of the way. So now I can jump into my next tier and don't have to worry about the time I put in the first tier. Now that thing's automated. That'll become passive, right? I don't really have to do anything anymore. I'm doing one little bit for it now, but I won't have to going forward. And then I plan to do the same thing going forward until I get to a point where I can sit my butt down and just get paid for doing nothing. <laughs> I love that. Gee, did you have some? Maybe not. All right, cool. Jay, you back with us, girl. Listen, <laughs> I have <laughs> 65 emails, 12 missed calls. Um, what's this? 27 text messages. Yeah, I'm back with y'all, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm okay, well, I got one question I'm, before you leave. Go ahead. Okay, so we talk, we talk about SMART goals today. So I really want to ask you, what are some of the goals that you set for yourself for the rest of the year? Are they realistic? Are they attainable? And how are you measuring them to make sure that you reach them? So on a personal tip, and I haven't talked to nobody about this, but Henry, 
Um, right now, I'm in transition of actually making my company just our own operator because I'm actually able to get these dedicated lanes and getting the work that I know people are uh, struggling to get. So I figured that right now, instead of struggling, trying to find drivers and all this crap, why not go ahead and just supply the work with people that already have the truck and the equipment and um, just give them the opportunity to just run. So that's pretty much my goal for the year when it comes down to my company. And of course, um, growing my consulting firm, uh, which is this is growing. Like right now, I can't take any more clients when it comes down to just, uh, you know, somebody down basically coaching their process through their, uh, through the way when they, you know, if they're building or if they not doing well in their company, they got trucks parked or whatever, whatever the case may be. So that's my goal with my clients. Um, right now, my top client, which I'm excited about, um, they came to my office. They didn't have no, they, all their trucks was parked <laughs> since November because they took a course. And this person told them that, you know, oh, we're going to get your trucks running. They sold them a dream. So um, I'm actually looking at the, their charts now. So March, um, April, actually, we started making 30K. Now we're at 10 trucks. And they are profiting a hundred and fifty thousand dollars now. So <clears throat> this ain't no joke. Go on and clean your throat, girl. Go on and clean your throat. <laughs> this 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 not no joke. What I do, and I think um, I'm not I'm not here just selling no trucking courses or nothing like that. I'm actually as a strategist or whatever situations um somebody's in or whatever, just to be blessed in a position for me to use my mind to help these people with their struggling companies. This is what I'm doing, you know? So um I don't try to sell dreams or whatever, and I'm really making a big name, but I'm just transitioning from personal to um, branding myself more. You know, I think I got caught up where, um, especially with my one-on-ones, it's like, Jay, I don't want to work with nobody. I don't want to work with you. <laughs> but now it's all the getting people in position to just take off and actually do the same thing where we can help more people because there's only so many people I have. Like right now I have a waiting list where I have to cut off from even getting clients on because I want to make sure that I give my full attention. Like I'm not one of those people that just want to take your money just cause, cause honestly, I'm be honest. I just decided to do this just on the strength of, I got tired of people in positions and having these companies and they're not doing well yet. People got families they need to take care of. So instead, why not open my own consulting firm and actually help these people, you know, and I don't mind, um, like, of, of course, like uh, with you guys, it's on here, Kelsey, Lakeisha, Henry, um, Desi not up here, and especially my boy E, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, this is who you need to go talk to because a lot of people don't even have those resources of, okay, what you do and who you are connected to. So I can't do everything. So, of course, I like to basically give work to other people that I know they specialize in certain things, you know, so people don't know this stuff, you know, they get out here in this truck and, and, you know, they got these companies, they got these trucks parked and everything. And just, I'm just a blessing. Like right now I have a client, he, he actually damn near called me crying because he didn't think he was going to be able to get his truck because I don't know if you guys know, but without a CDL, it's difficult now to actually get your truck. They don't care if your credit good. They don't care if you got money in the bank. They don't care about none of that. What they worried about is, do you have a CDL and are you able to actually run that truck? You know, if something was to happen and um, if something was to happen where the driver's not in the truck, how's, how are you going to be able to afford to pay, make the payments? So <clears throat> I actually, he actually just um, texted me like, oh my God, the method work, I got two drivers. So now he wait, waiting on the second truck. We was able to get his truck with no money down and the money that he had saved. Cause I told him, listen, 
my goal is I don't want you to come out here and have to put down no twenty, thirty thousand dollars on a damn truck. You know, if we're able to get you with my partners, my financial partners, with no money down, it's what the hell we're gonna do. And that's what we did. So y'all, let me tell you something. I just feel good just to be seeing other people winning. You know, I actually have somebody with my clients that make more money than me. <laughs> and I love that shit, you know. So when y'all sit up here on these platforms, man, these people are really serious about and passionate about helping you guys out. So take advantage of that. Like, I don't want you guys to get up in here. You just tuning in, you just listening, and you just, you know, soaking up game. But yet you're not applying this shit in your life. This is a waste of our time because we all have companies to run. And I don't want you guys to sit up here thinking that this is the only thing that we do. You know, some of us got three or four. I talked to Henry. I'm like, damn, Henry got so much going <laughs> going on. Kelsey got so much going on. Lakeisha got so much going on. Bree got so much going on. Desi do too. Where we we doing this because we love you guys enough to actually just give you guys this game. So and we were talking. I was like, man, you you know, I've been on the social media for a minute. You know, for at least about three and a half years, and I know how much time is spent to just sit up here and just come up with topics to help you guys out this up here that's listening. So take advantage of that and apply it in your life, seriously, because you don't have people like this that's going to give you raw game. So that's my goal for pretty much the rest of 20. I'm already really on 2020, 2022, to be honest with you. We already third quarter. We didn't already forecast what we're going to be looking at. But right now, this is my goal to just reach people, get people in contact with the right people, the re- right resources, and get these people to making the right money that they deserve in this industry. And that's it. Come on. Welcome back, Jay. Welcome back this morning. <laughs> Girl, you just reminded me of okay, 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 okay. You just reminded me of the the book that I mentioned last week that was talking about book yourself solid and pretty much is just talking about developing your personal brand, which of course you've already done that and knowing um yes, I'm flipping through it right now. Let me find a page I wanted to tell Jay about. Who the uh who uh damn where is it at? Shoot. I'm gonna have to find it. Just being just like exactly what Eric was saying, pretty much just being clear in your branding, knowing who you are, why you do it, and the tagline that you use, and really like when Keisha always talk about niche and stuff down, like Jay knows exactly what she does. She has her resources put in place to be able to help people. And that is the reason why she's booked out and now has to outsource to other people um, because, I mean, she knows exactly what she's trying to do in this business. So I love that, Jay. Girl, you done came in and just did what Henry just did, dropped the bomb. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. And no, for real, I'm serious, man. I don't think people understand how um, this platform is so important. Oh, girl, mm-hmm. you found my other app. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> I, um, You know, just to get valuable information out, man, and just the time to spend. Because let me tell you something. Even though I was like, man, I didn't I didn't tell you guys I'm going to be in and out. I didn't know today was going to be such a crazy day for me. On top of, I have two clients that I got to see. On top of, we're doing a job fair. So it's crazy right now. But yet, I'm still trying to dedicate myself back up here to, you know, share information, be a part of this beautiful thing that you guys, that we got going on, because I'm a part of it as well. So guys, it's in the audience, man, take advantage of this. You know, um, I can't stand when people be like, oh, well, how much is this? Don't, you know, it's this price, it's this fee, but look what you're getting, <laughs> look what you're getting out Girl, of. don't get me started. Listen, don't ask me about my prices. Listen, maybe I'm not for everybody, everybody not for me, point blank, period. So it's like, 
if you know that this person can get you in a better situation or whatever, and of course, you know, ask people about, you know, who is Kelsey, who is Henry, who is Lakeisha, who is Bree. Ask them, who is Desi, you know what I'm saying? And trust and believe me, everybody's going to have some great things to say. Point blank, period. So that's all I got to say, man. The I point, the blank, and the period. <laughs> and the, no, you got to talk today. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> No, but I love that. That's so true. Anybody have anything to add to that before we continue on? Nah, nothing. I, I think she she said it all right there. Right, I ain't got nothing else to say. What Jay said, damn it. What Jay said. Like, 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 I gotta follow that. It's almost like somebody like killing it on stage and be like, well, here you go. Now you talk. <laughs> no facts, but no. Right. I just want to. Ra- oh, go ahead. Hey, I was gonna say the same thing. Henry said, I think it's time to wrap it up. Jay don't shut down the show early with that. Can't nobody follow that. Well, it's up to Desi. You know, Desi like to stay on. We gonna wrap it up, Desi? I can wrap it up real quick. You know, I'm out here in the street, so yeah, I, that's a yes. That's a resounding yes, but okay, it, no talks on, it, it talks on what we were talking about with quality. We definitely brought got quality in our circle. We quality check, bet, as y'all say. You know, so I mean, quality gonna breed quality, man, and you know, that's what we bring, and that's what we deal with, and that's how we rock. So let's do it. Absolutely. Hey, Kels. What's that? Can I say something before y'all wrap it up? Please do. I kind of, kind of piggybacking off of what uh, Jay said, and Jay, I love your energy, darling, so much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you, the KD of this Golden State team. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to say for anybody that's listening off of what she just said, like, the Breakfast Club has been instrumental to my success. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've talked to many of them individually. Um, we've built relationships, but the knowledge that I've gained just listening to this platform and having conversations has been tremendous to me. So I wanted to, I just wanted to, you know, give my flowers, my cigars, like I always do to y'all because without y'all, I don't think I would be down the road where I am now. You know what I'm saying? And I think everybody that comes in here and listen, like Jay said, you got to implement, you got to implement it into your life. Like you got to do something. It's actions. You know what I'm saying? You can't just come in here and listen and don't do nothing with it. Cause if you do, then you're just a spectator. Why well, continue to be a spectator? Like chase your dream, use these people cause they giving up their valuable time. They coming out here and they, they doing stuff for the culture that I don't see a lot of people actually doing, which is giving the honest organic truth along with the people that they bring up here with the guests that they've had. You know, I've been on almost every single one of these calls since they started and it's been instrumental instrumental to me moving in the direction that i want to move plus it also gives me an example that the ones that look like me is out here doing it they hustling they working they grinding and i'd be remiss not to try to grind half as hard as what they do like if i had half the hustle was kelsey half the hustle was keisha half the hustle was brie henry desi you know what i'm saying and jay like just that half percent then i know i'm gonna be all right you know what I'm saying? So so take what they say and just be instrumental with it, man. I love this group. Y'all know I love y'all, you know what I mean, from the heart. So I just want people to really take that take that to 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 heart and do something about it. Don't sit on your hands. Don't sit on your hands. No, that's I appreciate a Appreciate that, Josh. Thank you. No, yeah. I appreciate that. But you but that you too. but you a super hustler too. So I like having them conversations with you because you you definitely bring a lot of great ideas and you know, you have a way that you move and I I be learning from you as well. So and I think that's one of the benefits of even you know, I'm on the platform, but just the networking that we do when people come up and stuff and I get to learn from y'all as well. So I, I kind of love the camaraderie that we have here. People have good character. People have integrity and we're able to learn and pivot, you know, and be able to move um, 
grow in our business. Real quick, I see uh, Shad came up, but real quick, it's iron sharpens iron, but you got to be iron and you got to be solid in what you, you got to have your mind made up. You got to be to work stuff out with yourself before you even, you know, take it to anybody else in any form. You know, do some of your own due diligence. Like I always said, you know, know what you're looking for. You can't, you can't find something in somebody else or in something if you don't know what the hell you're looking for. So you got to be iron. We just sharpening. So, Josh, you iron, bro. And like Henry said, we it's been a reciprocal learning thing, you know, with everybody, you know, that's on the stage. And um, we just got to keep, you know, moving in that direction. But it's you got to have some. We can't do nothing with nothing. And, you know, nor can anybody. So just think about that. That just goes back to you making sure that you are creating those goals. So then you can, the person who resonates with what you are trying to do, can further assist you in that. But let's go ahead and speak to our good sis, Shaq. Hey, Shaq. Good morning, everyone. I know y'all wrapping up. I don't want to be the one to delay everyone's day. Um, first, just want to say good morning to everybody in the room, everybody on the uh, stage, all of the moderators. Uh, I came in just to listen in, but then I heard Jay. I don't think I've ever met Jay before. So, hi, Jay. I'm Shaq. And I saw your profile, and I saw that it said that you are global. So, I wanted to know if you were moving freight globally, because we may be able to do some uh, talking. No, I have clients based in Afghanistan, Iraq, and I'm working with um, a team in Africa because they got some stuff, some trucks that they need help with as well. So that's what global means. Oh, so okay. no, I'm not moving freight globally at all. Okay. So if you ever need anyone to assist you uh, in moving freight globally or international trade, that's my area of expertise. Um, I don't do anything on the domestic side with uh, trucking or anything in, in that nature, but I specialize in global logistics and international trade. So if you ever need any support in that area, feel free to reach out. I actually do. I um, Yeah, I'll reach out to you. Thank you. All right, that's all I wanted to say. Y'all have a good week. I'll be quiet. You don't want to hear family reunion and stuff. This is my cousin, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't want to change. I don't want to change, you know, what y'all have planned and, you know, y'all wrapping up. But, you know, I get excited when I hear anybody ask anything about the movement of goods globally. Yeah, that's, that's Jay Rich, baby. Breakfast Club, the place where uh, <laughs> connections happen, you know? <laughs> Look, Henry, like, this is what we do. This is what we do. Yeah, we make the right. connections. I, I definitely... um. Yeah, I kind of wish some of the, the new people actually come up and ask questions. I wonder if they I hope they're not scared to speak with us. But I remember even times where people come up and they ask questions and we're actually able to use the whole platform to help them get further, than, you know, from where they at. And so so I'm hoping we can bring sessions back like that. when We used to do that back, um, you know, a few months ago. A plug That's what actually where the plug at? That attracted me to y'all originally that y'all were having things like that where people that weren't very familiar in certain areas of global supply chain were able to tap in that way because there's not a lot of platforms offering that. And I tell people all the time, you do not work in the trucking industry. You do not work in the logistics industry. You are a crucial part of the global supply chain and you specialize in one portion of that global supply chain. And when you see it that way, it opens your mind to see all the other things you can specialize in in this industry. So you guys know me pretty well. If you ever needed me to support anything on the global international side, just you all have my number. Just hit me up. Yeah, I think the more we bring because, like, you know, we're bringing people together with the directory and stuff. And I think especially as people start in their companies and we group together, it's going to just make us stronger so we can be a part of the, the global uh, supply chain and moving freight.
Yes, yes. Thank you, Shaq. Woo. Good, good, good information. All right, y'all. Let's get ready and round this thing out. If you don't know, we are the Trucking Breakfast Club. We are here Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 9 to 11. I know that everyone has hopefully been taking notes this morning. We broke down SMART goals, which, of course, is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. So always want to have goals when you're building your business. Make sure that, you know, they fit the season of your life that you're going through so that you don't get upset, sad, depressed or something when you may not hit a goal you know just make sure that it it meets the season of your life that you're in make sure if you are needing to outsource the people to help you further achieve your goal you know absolutely do that um i really enjoyed this conversation did any of the moderators have anything else y'all wanted to add i want to thank everybody again for coming out oh my (laughs) ear everybody have a great monday and we'll see y'all on wednesday yeah yeah and don't forget to tap in you know go to the truck and breakfast club.com um there's a link to the directory anytime we have um opportunities to come in the back end we try to meet everybody at the directory first before we bring it out to the public so make sure you go to the truck and breakfast club.com tap in fill out the directory no matter what part of the logistics business you're in go mm-hmm. in there and fill that out which you know we try to make connections back there when we can um second thing as well we actually do have the merch store that's open you also Yay. go there to the truckandbreakfastclub.com. There'll be um, probably two or three sections down. You can see a link to go to the store. So show your support and then show people that you have a person of integrity. You work with a group of people who have character and integrity. You're going to change the way uh, business is done in this logistic business by showing people how it's done. You know, being high morals, high, high character. You know, we do what we say we're going to do. We make it happen. It's uh, collabor- collaboration over competition. So just want to support that. And um, that'd be it. I hope you have a great Monday. Yeah, just go check out the site. Delana, Jay, did y'all have anything? Um, I just want to say I hope everybody enjoyed a Monday. I know mine is going to be crazy. I know who else. <laughs> Monday is going to be just as crazy. But um, great topic. Sorry I was in and out. But, you know, while I was in here, I just enjoyed the energy. Everybody's so positive, actually. I mean, not actually, but including the ones that were um, coming up here, actually giving everyone their flowers. I love it. It shows that you guys really appreciate the platform, which is something that I feel that we all can agree on that keeps us motivated to actually do this Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Mm -hmm. So um, have a very successful week, and we'll see you on Wednesday. Absolutely. Hope everybody has a great day on purpose, as Delana would say. And we will see y'all back here Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're driving and you weren't weren't able to take notes, make sure you check us out on the Apple Podcast and Spotify. Um, like it. Give us a review. You know, whatever you feel is necessary. So love y'all, and we'll see y'all on Wednesday. <laughs>